I'm Clarence. And I'm DJ Nuna. And you're listening to Up in the Air. A podcast exploring the creative, social, and political world around us. Featuring conversations with our lovely friends and special guests each episode. Stay up in the air and come float with us. Yo, welcome back to another episode of Up in the Air. Today we are joined by a very illustrious guest and friend of the pod, Jordan Nicholson. He's a Seattle-based artist, photographer, and cosmic being who's been working with creatives all over the world, such as Jay Park, Pharrell Williams, and companies like Apple and JBL. All the while, Jordan is working on a million different projects. He's always been a huge part of the community, working with local businesses like Lil Woody's and Alive and Well. More recently, Jordan has launched a beautiful clothing brand with his uh, friends in, the, in South Seattle called Paradise Avenue South, which we are very, very, very big fans of. But Jordan, welcome to the pod. Thank you for coming. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, just hanging in there, doing, just been doing random, uh, random projects and gigs and then uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a pretty pretty cool start to the year. Uh, kind of excited to see what, yeah, what's on the horizon because yeah, already things are looking cool. <laughs> on the up in the air podcast, this is a little cool sign, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I I think it's funny because like I I follow you on Twitter and like you always you're always tweeting these very like positive messages, and then I'm like the sun's coming out, like everything is on the uprise, like, you know, like I feel really good. But can you talk a little bit about like, you know, what exciting things you've been doing and kind of like, how does it feel, you know, going out to all these shoots nowadays and feeling like the world is somewhat coming back to a level of normalcy? Yeah. Uh, man. It's, uh, it's just exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, feeling cautiously like optimistic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. thing but uh yeah I don't know I think you know I'm someone who has just loved love doing things and mm-hmm. just being up I don't know getting into whatever and yeah uh, I think last year when the pandemic hit it was like just a lo- quite a while you know just like me completely like hold up uh in my room I don't know playing Animal Crossing and, <laughs> and like hanging out at home and uh it's just like cool but after a while it's like okay I'm ready to like go do stuff and right. you know, try to keep sort of this whatever this creative journey uh, you know I want to keep it moving and keep it going and uh, mm-hmm. and then yeah I think towards the end of last year things really started picking up there was just like back-to-back back things where it's like okay boom uh you're gonna be doing some stuff with like the seahawks and then it's like boom you're gonna be shooting for apple and then boom uh (laughs) uh, oh you're gonna shoot like russell wilson and sierra and then it was just like yeah i mean it's like kind of bittersweet in a way right like you know simultaneously there's so much stuff going on in the world but then like all these opportunities are coming up for you too like that must have been kind of sort of weird in a way but like yeah, also very rewarding definitely it's a you know yeah it I think more than anything it just made me feel or all these big opportunities have made me feel mm. it's just like very thankful uh and grateful 
you know I, I there is a part of you that's like oh man you know like I feel like I'm having all these amazing things happen to me when there is so much like suffering and just mm-hmm. so much going on uh right I, you know I feel like can't no one no one benefits from me feeling bad about like the the good mm. that are happening for me so, that's true yeah uh yeah i think for me it's just been like you know what i'm gonna just feel thankful and just try to do what i can to like bring a little bit of light uh into the world that's kind of struggling right now uh mm. yeah you know it's like i think just kind of since that yeah towards the end of last year it's sort of just been like a steady flow of uh things and i know i always i always have this like being an artist or creative it's like i always have this fear that like okay this is gonna be like the last exciting cool thing that i do Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. time and time again it's like oh wait no it's not over yet (laughs) there's something coming and uh so yeah you know kind of back to this idea that I talked about when I spoke for UW and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, thank you so much for doing that. That was really, yeah. it was so awesome. I mean, I, I think we had a great turnout and like, I think people who came out to see it really got a lot out of it. But you're saying like, kind of trusting the process, right? Yeah, trust the process, uh, you know, have faith in the universe. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, I think, my, I don't know, confidence in the universe. It goes like, I think like anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I think mm-hmm. it it definitely has been getting back back mm-hmm. into a space of just like, you know what? Nah, it's things are gonna be okay. Like, um, right. I'm on. I'm on whatever path I'm on, and uh, I'm just gonna trust it and keep going. Mm-hmm. Definitely. No, I'm, I always love hearing when artists share kind of their roots or when they started um, just like really investing in their passions. But I'm curious because we're always talking about trusting the process, but like, what were you doing like five years ago? Like what type of person were you, were you um, like still, I don't know when you started your photography and all your other art. But I'm curious how things have shifted in just five years. Because I love hearing how different it is and how much people can grow in such a short time. Let's see. Five years ago. Feels like a lifetime ago, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What well, I think uh, I'm kind of realizing that like my life has sort of been like some version of what it is right now for like hmm. um for a while where it's just like kind of centered around creativity and art and like mm-hmm. interesting things are happening but it's just sort of like um, a process of those opportunities and things uh, kind of getting like bigger and bigger and now it's like what like what's going on yeah. You know? um, but yeah I think five years ago uh, 2016 I actually I think um, that was maybe like a year after or around the time that I uh, I'd actually left my my last job um, that I had, which was uh, working at Ebbets, Ebbets mm-hmm. Field Rentals. They mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like local spot that makes like vintage jerseys, and they I don't know. They work with like 
supreme and yeah i think i i have this hat is from them with everyone and like that's kind of what brought me in as just super interested streetwear but Mm -hmm. uh, yeah that's i had basically for years been working at um, alive and well which is a skate shop and then working at ebbets beer flannels and then uh i stopped working at alive and well and was just working at ebbets and then uh you know all the while i was doing photos and shooting concerts and events and things and then uh it was kind of just this like process of working the jobs and then doing photos and then it's like okay now photos are becoming like a bigger and bigger part of my life and so yeah, i think now it's been like five six years that i've been like full-time just just doing art um but yeah i think five years ago it was like similar things but just like uh i don't know nothing as crazy as like doing <laughs> you know shooting for apple or yeah like, like russell wilson this year <laughs> but what was it when you left that job though was it kind of like a leap of faith that you were like oh i'm i'm gonna really try to pursue being an artist full time or is it kind of a natural thing that just happened uh, that was it's actually kind of like a crazy story <laughs> pretty much uh so i was there and i i was kind of having the feeling of like you know like i think it might be time for me to just like go all in on art and and uh, that's kind of just in yeah in my heart like that's that's what i was feeling and uh but you know it's it's kind of difficult i guess to like i don't know i think i'm felt very like i loved all the people there and just felt very kind of like almost like loyal to it where it felt I don't know. It was just like a, it felt like a big step to be like, all right, I'm gonna like peace out, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. And but yeah, you know, deep down in my heart, I was like, I, I think I'm not supposed to be here right now. And um, I honestly, you know, it didn't happen in the way that I was expecting. But like, I kind of, I really feel like it was like the universe, like busting me out of <laughs> that situation because pretty much. It's, it's pretty wild, but pretty much what happened is, um, how do I, I guess I think <laughs> there I, I are too many details, but I'll just say that like uh, a worker who was there uh, got let go and pretty much that day that worker called in and said hey i'm going to get my guns and i want to shoot all of you oh my god and then it was yeah it's it was a very crazy story but that is wild oh i did i wasn't really expecting it (laughs) i was like i don't know how to talk about like leaving that because it's like kind of crazy he just was very angry Mm -hmm. um and he had them that guy has like a crazy kind of crazy backstory and but um yeah he and he he ended up like calling me that like that night and we ended up like being on the phone for like three hours and he was just like 
he was like, yeah, I got my guns, and I, I'm gonna, I want to do this. And I'm like, you don't want to do that, man. And oh man, whole conversation, and um, you know, I think ultimately he was just, he was just, he was hurting, and uh, I think just needed to feel, uh, needed to feel supported. But um, yeah, I think uh, after that, I was kind of like, sorry, but. I come back so it was like I mean it's it's a while ago now but yeah still I act like I shouldn't say too much about it but yeah, yeah. but really- I mean it's like in the most like unexpected circumstances so in unexpected. so many ways you find you know you make a choice and it's like oh my gosh that's crazy and then what's, I think really interesting to me is just that, like, I want to say like a month or two after that happened, uh, I just forget exactly what was happening, but um, I remember just like opportunities and gigs like started to come in like crazy where it was like, dang, if I was still at that job, like I wouldn't have been able to do all those things like, mm-hmm. I remember around that time like right after I ended up going to Canada and was like shooting um this like music festival for Live Nation and uh I remember shooting Drake which was like a dream you know like because he was like performing at this Canadian music festival that was like in the woods and <laughs> it was like a whole crazy story with that where things just lined up and it was like yeah um, okay you're shooting Drake and but yeah, it was, uh, I think it was a moment where I was just like, dang, you know, I think that for anyone, it's like, if you create that space in your life for things to happen, it's like, uh, that space is going to be filled. The universe is going to fill that space. So it's important to like, yeah, cut off, cut off that space in your life for <laughs> all the things that you want. Uh, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't have been able to do a lot of the things that I was doing if I had still been at Evitz. Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> just like the universe got mm-hmm. me out. It was like, you're not supposed to be here, dude. Like, get out. And so <laughs> the universe really just dragged your ass out. <laughs> like, it was so in the most unexpected yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I think it's it's so interesting too, like we we had an episode with Vivian recently, as you as you know, and we were talking a lot about how like sometimes the opportunities like it's literally one person away or like just around the corner, and it could be any moment. Like you know, when you were in college and kind of, I guess, were you kind of starting that uh, creative path already and thinking that it could be a possibility, or was it more just like get get the degree and sort of just figure it out as you go? Uh, so pretty much like the the plan or I went to I went to UW with the intention of becoming an art teacher so uh, I majored in drawing and painting and uh, minored in education and so um, pretty much up until what uh, like winter quarter of senior year it was like that was the plan for my life it's like okay just gonna go straight back to school get my master's and um yeah become a teacher and i think 
kind of similar situation all the while this this feeling of like i don't know i think that there's something to what i've been doing because you know i was even in college it was like going to shows and shooting for local streetwear brands and uh you know shooting for like artists in this in the city and i think i was doing like macklemore stuff and, mm-hmm. uh, and so it was like even then it was like interesting things that were happening so it was you know it wasn't a completely like impo- or unfounded idea that like i don't know maybe there's something to like doing this art stuff but um yeah i think uh i i think my you know my mom was like making sure that I was like taking all the classes that I needed to take and she was kind of coming down on me uh at one point and uh I think it just it kind of came to a head where I was just like I don't know that I want to go straight back to school and and do all that like I don't mm-hmm. I, I uh you know and, and I think she was asking like well you know what, what do you want to do and then uh the conversation was just like you know, like mom like i don't know if you know this but uh i'm very talented and <laughs> and um, you know i think that there's a possibility in me just like exploring uh photos and art and cuz you know already i feel like i've had some oh your camera turned off are you still there clear <laughs> <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> yes, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, it's um yeah, I think I was just telling her that like I've already had sort of things happening with this, but it's always been uh something where, you know, I was doing photos after I was done with my homework or at least when I was <laughs> when I should have been doing, doing my homework, but um and I think I just told her that like the way i framed it is like mom uh you know i think it's rare in life that someone or that people have something that they're like really into and they're really passionate about mm-hmm. and then like even rarer that you kind of you know have some skill or talent in that thing and then it's like even rarer is like finding opportunity or a little bit of like success in that and um and it feels you know i like to believe that like i have that going for me right now and um mm-hmm. you know and that even if it's like a 1% chance that i can like even pull this off it's like well you know think i'll have how happy i'll be like uh i think that's worth like taking a chance on and uh worth exploring at least cuz yeah is something something interesting or something cool is like happening here and i i think it's worth uh going for and so yeah i think love yeah i love my family they were super supportive and super understanding and uh more than anything they just wanted to see that i was uh was like okay you know you can you can pursue what you want to pursue but we want to see that you're working hard at it and really giving it uh giving it your all and yeah so it's you know it's like i always look at life as like 
in terms of like timelines and how they like offshoot from each other and i'm just like yeah well that was like a moment in the timeline where it's like it could have gone this way but it was like now nah, we're gonna go down the timeline where you right right food art and i just you know I, I think about all the things that have happened since making that decision and i'm like dang like <laughs> i'm i don't know i'm very appreciative to younger me that uh you know i i I took that leap of faith and and uh and acted on that because i'm like damn you know like it was totally worth it and i think it encourages me in my life now to be like you know what don't be afraid like always take the leap of faith like you never just do it yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. no that's super inspiring to hear because i think um yeah, like anyone else can tell you like, oh, you're you're amazing. Like you should try it or like you should go for it. But it really um, won't happen until like you yourself decide to like go for it and just take a leap of faith. And I was just reminded because Clarence and I are nearing the end of our college career. And I personally had a big shift because I was also wanting to be a teacher, whether that was like an English teacher or, or I considered art. But I applied to my pre-law major just thinking like oh this is it for me there's like nothing else if this isn't it then I don't know what I will do I got rejected and then that's what that's what made me apply to the design programs I really would never have applied to it if I didn't go through that rejection so it is like just one closed door will lead you to another one so I love thinking of life in that way like just a slight thing can change you can just swerve <laughs> the other way. Mm-hmm. Like the universe is always like nudging you along. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, we're, we're going to go in this direction. <laughs> like, uh, that, that was better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you often look for signs from the universe? Or do, are there any like specific moments where you're like, well, okay, honestly, the whole coworker and that situation <laughs> was a big sign. <laughs> <laughs> Are there, are there smaller ones? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we've all, I, honestly, I feel like, I, I feel like I, I always am seeing signs, uh, like I'm a big, I'm really, really interested by, uh, coincidences and, uh, all right, we're <laughs> like we're. Let's we're get into it. And we're going there. We're going there. <laughs> well, um, I think actually around the time that, uh, like that year that uh, I had left Ebbets and just, I think it was definitely like that. Like 2015, 16 was like definitely a pivot. I think in terms of just the trajectory of what I was up to, and I think things just sort of really ramped up um, like around that time I think that was the first time I, w- I went on tour and I was like shooting all these things and then it was oh 2016 that like uh, the whole like Pharrell Adidas opportunity happened that was like this like there was a whole like string of coincidences that like uh, led to that to this like a really exciting opportunity but um I think just so many coincidences were happening that 
I couldn't not notice it. And I was like, what's happening? Like, this is weird. Like, and I don't know, I think um, I basically came across this term uh, synchronicity, which is coined by like a psychologist named Carl Jung. And he was, uh, I think, dude from like maybe 1800s, early uh, early 1900s. Uh, but he basically was someone who was looking at a coincidence from a very kind of like scientific, like academic, academic like perspective. And he basically just said that like uh, coincidences are evidence of almost like a deeper order to the universe. Uh, and I think even Einstein is quoted as saying like, uh, coincidences are, what is it? Coincidences are God staying anonymous or something like that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that in my like day-to-day -day life, even now, I, I just feel like I experience like a probably like eerie amount of coincidences. <laughs> like there's no reason that like that should happen, but it did. And then I, I think uh, it's just a constant affirmation to me that like, I don't know, you, I think it's very easy in life to feel that like this whole thing is just super random and meaningless and there's no order to anything. But then I feel like I have these little moments of like coincidence or just feels like things are aligning and it's like a reminder that like, okay, like on some other plane of reality in another dimension there's like um some cosmic force that is kind of like orchestrating this whole thing and i can't fully perceive it or understand it but um i feel like i see the the evidence of it and uh, I'm, i feel like i'm always looking for evidence of that sort of deeper order to the universe <laughs> yeah you know, it's like like one time uh, I was in I was in Tokyo with my friend and I think we got some yakitori at a spot and then we were like it was late at night and we we're like um like what do you want to do it's like I don't know what do you want to do and we're just like kind of bumming around trying to figure out what uh we're gonna do next and this we look over and we see like two really like steezy guys with like cameras there's like a japanese guy and a black guy and we're like man i think i think they were like head to toe and like babe and we're just like <laughs> you know so, and something in us was just like should we like see what they're up to and we're like okay yeah and so um pretty much end up saying what's up to them and asking what they're up to and they're like oh we're gonna go take some photos on uh like a rooftop and uh and I, and I think we just ended up talking and I was asking uh, where he was from. And this uh, photographer guy, he said he's from Toronto. And so I asked him if he knows a photographer, uh, Jay Skill. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but um, it's a Toronto guy. And then he basically starts kind of like chuckling to himself. And I'm like, what? And he's like, and he basically says that like, it's like, you know, I, I taught J-Skill photography. And I was like, wait, what? Like, 
who are you? And then it turns out um, it's this guy, Ellie, E-L-I-E. Or Wow. And, yeah, right? Like, yeah. And, uh, I'm like, oh, dang, what? Like, that's crazy. And then I, you know, I uh, like, oh, you know, let's let's follow each other. And so I like pull it pull up his Instagram and I'm like oh wait I'm already following you like what the heck <laughs> wait that's so weird because I'm like like I follow these people on Instagram and then to think that you guys all know each other I'm like what <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was just crazy that I guess like this guy Ellie was basically at the time uh, Selena Gomez's tour photographer and I think she had just had a show in like Australia and she had like a break so he like hopped over to Japan just to like kick it. And yeah, we ended up bumping into him in Tokyo at like, I don't know, one in the morning. And then we ended up going to um, this like super secret, probably off limits uh, rooftop and like hanging out up there. And it was just, it was, I don't know. You're just like moments like that happen and you're like, okay. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, like I, I've, uh, yeah, it's just like, how did that happen? You know, I'm on the other side of the world and bump into this photographer that like I follow, that I have like connect, mutual connections with. And like, uh, I don't know, I, I just, I do think about those times where it's like, man, if we had left that Yakitori spot literally like two minutes later. <laughs> or they had like made a phone call like five minutes earlier. It's like that moment would have never happened. And yet uh, here we are in the timeline where those things perfectly like matched up and now we're on a rooftop and hanging out and uh, having this like really memorable moment. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's just for me, it's like affirmation that something's being orchestrated and I just have to like trust that uh, mm -hmm. the right things are going to be are going to continue to be orchestrated for me uh, yeah that's crazy <laughs> that's, that's amazing <laughs> I love those type of stories yeah it's uh I don't know I feel like I have plenty of yeah experiences where it's like mm -hmm. something like what like okay cool yeah well, I guess we're we're connected now or I don't know it's yeah it's yeah. now I, I think about like when when you, we had you come on uh yeah even you wait I like, was for, like you're uh you went to the Kumon like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I was a student like, come on. <laughs> yeah I was I was a teacher for I guess the listeners it was like I was a teacher uh at Kumon or where I graded papers and yeah yeah you're a participant and I graded your papers and drew yeah I mean it was just like a such a full circle moment and then I think about like when we had you come to uh do a little virtual talk for you dub like in the span that we started having conversations about doing it like I ran into you like so many times and I'm like I haven't seen you in so long <laughs> and like we're in a pandemic and I yet I see you in all these places I'm like this is so strange but I'm like I guess you know we're, we're meant to make this event happen we're meant to like, have this full circle moment <laughs> like in you know in the two week span that we're you know talking a bunch and like planning this thing together it's like yeah I bumped into you 
on multiple occasions. Like, yeah. <laughs> like when but you're like, you're just waiting for food in Chinatown. And I was like, uh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to the airport and was ordered some salt and pepper tofu and we're just oh, hanging yeah. out in the park. And and then yeah, you came up to me like Jordan. <laughs> it was just like oh, okay. I know because because I'm like I'm like I don't want to just walk up to some you know like the mask is hard, but then it was like also like a little bit dark, and I was like, well, I don't want to just walk up to this stranger or potentially stranger, you know, and just be like, do I know you? <laughs> but yeah, that was that was crazy. And as mm-hmm. I don't know, like, uh, you know, I talk about like leaps of faith uh, for me doing a talk for you guys is like kind of a leap of faith. Uh, mm. I think that you know, I don't necessarily, I guess not necessarily my like natural inclination to be like, okay, I, I need to go give a talk and like give a lecture to, to people and, <laughs> it, you know, it's, uh, I think as much as like attention has started to, I don't know, be on me here and there, it's like, it's not necessarily something that I like super seek out, like having all the eyes in the room, like looking Mm. at me, but uh, there is a feeling of like, no, okay, like this is, I I do think that this is, that's some part of what my, life's journey is supposed to be is like for whatever reason like sharing my perspective and whatnot and um yeah you know you have those moments where I'm like bumping into you randomly uh for this thing that like I'm kind of nervous about and it's like (laughs) you know it's like okay no like George you're supposed to be doing that talk like don't be afraid it's it's part of the process (laughs) right and like I think in so many ways too like your talk could have been that kind of moment for someone else too, you know, like a creative who's like, you know what, I hear your story. Like I should take the leap of faith too. And it's so weird how that works, right? Like you could be the, the little trigger in like someone else's journey, which is so awesome. Yeah. And I think that's, it has been definitely like a big idea just in my own, own life. Uh, I think I, I was born, you know, like missing my arms and you know from a very young age it's like there's this uh question of like why do why do things happen that maybe seem like unfavorable or whatever and um you know I think that from a pretty young age one of the kind of uh, conclusions that I came to is just that like okay I need to conquer this, uh, how do I say, I need to conquer, like, just being boldly myself and being boldly, or just living boldly in, like, this unique path and completely owning it um, so that hopefully other people around me can, like, see that and be like, oh, I want to own my own path, too, and, um, you know, just really... Yeah, really just like live completely in my own unique personal like weird truth. Uh <laughs> so so yeah, you know, I think uh 
that's why when those opportunities pop up, it's like, okay, like this is in line with the conclusion that you've made for what your life is supposed to look like. And so, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I do hope that me trying to own my own path encourages other people to be like, you know what, like take that leap of faith, uh, do the things that you feel called to do because there's a reason that, you know, you feel called to do those things. You should act on it. You should follow it. Uh, Yeah, just fully engaged with your own personal path. And I feel like the the universe is going to reward you for that and be super supportive of of that endeavor. Yeah. Right. (laughs) No, definitely. I, because I've heard people, um, not discourage manifestation, but when they hear that I'm really, I practice it, they're like, oh, well, how do you know that's not just a coincidence? And I'm like, well, coincidences in themselves are really beautiful. And I think that's something it's like you're meeting the universe halfway, like in order for the universe to reward you, like you have to exert that good energy, you have to speak what you want. And yeah, I think coincidences are just like, yeah, meeting you in the middle. And yeah, I think even like when I was thinking about how up in the air started, um, like I was pretty bummed about when I got into the design major, I was like stressed because I was going to have to take a fifth year in school. But now that I think about it, if I hadn't taken a fifth year to do design and if Clarence hadn't taken it, cause he's also a fifth year, like we, we would have never met and this would have never started and these conversations would never have happened. So it is really just one small shift that can lead to so many, so many opportunities for sure. I think that is is something where like you know I think that when you look back on your life uh you can kind of see the the journey of like okay like I know I now I know why that happened uh and oh okay this led to that but um I think so often just like in the present moment we we forget that that and we're just like oh I don't know why this is happening like this wasn't supposed to happen, uh, but then time goes by and you're like, oh, okay, like, I, I got it. And so um, I think it's like remembering that and then trying to sort of extend that understanding into the future where you're like, okay, uh, I don't know why this is happening right now, but I have the faith. I trust that uh, this is all part, part of the plan, part of the, the journey. Yeah. You you talked a little bit about earlier kind of like putting yourself into your work and kind of having it sort of manifest like what you're interested in and also like just like in general yeah, your interests. But I see that, you know, fashion is a huge influence and also music. And can you talk a little bit about like you bouncing between those mediums? Because I know you DJed as, you know, with the name Bolo Young, which I think it's probably the, the best name. I love that actor. Um <laughs> But yeah, like, what's that like for you? And and I mean, even just so like, why, why go into these different avenues? I think, uh, I mean, it's like, I, I think, I think of the, what, 2013 Kanye interview where he's just like, you only see me as a, <laughs> I'm going to become a billionaire fashion and 
like fashion dude and at the time everyone's kind of rolling their eyes and yeah yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i think that for me like i don't necessarily like identify all that much as like a photographer mm. i think that you know i i understand that like to the world i think that's kind of what i am perceived as uh, but, you know, for me, to myself, like my own understanding of who I am in this world is just like a creative human. And so, um, you know, I think that for some people, they kind of view like photography as like one thing and then mm -hmm. drawing as another and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, DJing as, as another thing. Uh, where for me, it's like, those all feel like different parts of like the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I feel like with any form of creativity, it's just like the process of becoming more intentional with how you're putting something together uh, and you're just trying to listen are you trying to pay attention a little bit deeper than what most people might pay attention to? Um, you know, it's like people, yeah, people, everybody has a camera, but if you're a photographer, you're like, maybe you just spend a little bit more time uh, paying attention to what light is doing and what the color is it doing. Mm -hmm. And boom, you're a photographer. Uh, for me, it's like, you know, if I'm DJing, it's like, okay, I'm just going to spend more time, like, paying attention to how fast the beat is going, or how, how low the beat is going, and, uh, oh, there's a four-bar intro on this, this song, and there's, like, an eight-bar intro, and you're just, like, noticing things that most people uh, maybe aren't noticing, and, you know, I think that, I think that so much of my, like, creative journey has just been about trying to notice things that maybe most people aren't noticing. And um, so, yeah, I feel like I just, in no matter what I'm doing, um, I'm just trying to like notice the details and, and then uh, use sort of my creative mind to be like intentional about it. Um, you know, like I, I bought this microphone for <laughs> the interview and it's because you know, for me, I, I noticed that like, oh, you know, like audio quality is important to how maybe a podcast is going or uh, any audio uh, form of audio, just like uh, you want it to be quality. And so uh, me just being intentional with it, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to pick up a microphone and uh, that's going to be, be a better product. So yeah, I think um, that's just like my core identity. Yeah, it's just being someone who's kind of makes makes note of the details and then tries to uh, move accordingly to that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It all it all feels like the same part of the same perspective. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's super like validating too to hear because for Julie and I, we're, we're interested in so many different things. And I think so often we're told to sort of like choose a lane or 
like you're either you're a designer or you're not you know like you kind of gotta pick a path and i've seen you talk about the sort of intersections of all those things and like putting yourself within that energy like it can like the definition of creativity creativity is like being outside the box you know it's like there is no box so uh that's yeah. facts <laughs> <laughs> say that yes so, oh my yeah. god i don't know uh I, I just think that your people are doing a disservice to themselves if they kind of make this like small box around them and it's just mm. yeah this is where i start this is where i end like this is this is all that I am because, uh, you know, I really think that people are, or have the potential to be, you know, these infinite <laughs> beings where Yay. you can just be super exploratory and just try things, you know? Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe uh, you end up not being like talented at whatever thing that you're pursuing, but uh for me it's just like hey probably still be pretty fun you know if you're interested in, in yeah trying things out it's like just have fun with it and <laughs> see where that right. and, i mean you won't know until you try too so yeah and like the worst th the worst outcome is just that you you're not good at it and you and that's it like no one will care and it was <laughs> worth a shot and i think that's what hobbies are for like hobbies you don't have to be good at them <laughs> you know and that's like, I don't know. I think I I just I or I think of like elementary school kids who in the beginning everybody like loves to draw. Like we all love yeah. art. I think we're like people are inherently creative and like want to make stuff. But then at some point it's like, oh well. You know Jordan's drawing of a horse maybe it looks a little bit more like a horse than mine uh I don't you know I'm bad I'm bad at drawing so now I'm just gonna stop exploring this thing that like I actually enjoy doing and then it's just like no like who even says that a horse look a horse drawing looking <laughs> is like the end-all be-all measure of like mm -hmm. a good drawing it's mm -hmm. like like how much fun did you have doing it? Like that's the real that's the real measure. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's the whole conversation about finding your inner child because you're free of judgment. You're free of um, just like thinking of the ways people perceive you. And I'm just thinking about how in elementary school, like everyone played kickball. Like even I played kickball and I'm not athletic at all. And then at a certain point I stopped because I was like, I'm not good enough to play with these kids. But really everyone should play kickball. Everyone should draw if they have fun. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, what do you call it? It's like what I kind of realized for myself is that uh, you know, we talk about getting your inner child it's like this isn't or you know people say like, oh I wish I was like uh more creative or this or that and it's like it's realizing that those qualities of like being open and creative and like a child it's not 
it's not something that you, it's not an add-on to yourself. It's like, that's who you are at your core. Mm -hmm. And um, what you actually need to do instead of trying to like add those qualities to yourself is remove all these like filters and like layers that are on top of it, where it's like, you know, removing the judgment and removing like whatever perceptions you have about like uh, what, a, what a kickball person is supposed to look like. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't yeah. there in the beginning, but at some point, society, your family, the world, it was just like, we're gonna put mm-hmm. all of this on top of, uh, on top of you. And then, yeah, you, you kind of become disconnected with it. And so, right. mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely encourage people to do the work and go inside themselves and see what are the perceptions and ideas that are like floating around in your head that you don't really need, you know, like you don't need the voice in your head that's saying, uh, I'm not good at kick- kickball. So I'm <laughs> Julie, chase your dreams. <laughs> I, I know you want to play. I, I, I got to get back <laughs> on the field. No, but, but for real, that's beautiful. Like it's already all within, within us. Like it's already mm-hmm. residing in our bodies and our, our past experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think of, I think of people or the human spirit is just like a, like you're born and it's literally like a blank canvas. And then, you know, it's like, you have all this paint on it but like or like over time you accumulate all this paint but um and you kind of get stuck in whatever that painting is but uh i guess the beauty of a blank canvas is that it's like blank and you can build anything mm-hmm. uh you can paint literally anything with it so i feel like at some point people feel that okay this is just the painting that i am i'm stuck with this but it's like uh nah you can just take the paint scraper and like scrape it all off and then you're like all right let's paint a new painting let's let's try something new uh like so yeah that's you can constantly reinvent yourself whenever you want i think Mm -hmm. you're under no obligation to be the person that you were yesterday like yeah you think you have to but nah, you can wake up tomorrow and say I'm going to be a professional kickball player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm never letting that go, me. Jubilee. <laughs> I, you inspired me. I was me. Yesterday, so I <laughs> no, I love that. But yeah, I think that's just such a good reminder, especially as we, yeah, COVID is slowly coming to an end and we're kind of creeping back to normalcy, but yeah, I think it's amazing that even, yeah, quarantine has been such a transformative year for so many, um, despite the unideal circumstances and all the suffering in the world. So it's just a good reminder that, yeah, change is always within your arm's reach. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I, I do think that that's for a lot of people. That's like kind of what this year was about is to like, uh, do a little bit of reflecting and be like, man, like, what, what are the ideas that I want to live my life with, like, in my mm-hmm. head? 
oh, you know, I, I think I want to move, you know, I, I want to move a little bit differently now. And uh, yeah, I think everybody kind of had a collective, like, this time of reflection. And hopefully, you know, I hope that uh, post pandemic, we're, we're in a place where it's like everyone's, or maybe not everyone, but more people are kind of living in their truth, because they've had that time to reflect on what that what their truth, their personal truth even is. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, can't wait to for everyone to be vaccinated and we can all play a big game of kickball together <laughs> <laughs> and Cal Anderson. But yeah, we're about time now and time just flew by in this conversation. But we always like to wrap up the pod with a song of the week because um, we know that yeah, music is a big part of our lives and sometimes it can get really repetitive like just when we're always inside but i'm curious what you've been listening to this week if there's been a song that's just been giving you energy but yeah have you thought of one yeah i think um uh, let's see i've been listening to blue and exile mm. yes um, in remembrance that i really like and the song mm -hmm. about like i don't know reflecting on the journey and uh, just a very like nostalgic type of song. Uh, yeah, I think I've been thinking about that or listening to it and kind of, yeah, reflecting on my own journey. Uh, and then how's it going down? DMX is like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, how's it going down in remembrance? Two songs that I've been listening to a bunch uh, this week. So, Fire. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I've been, yeah, I definitely had the, a lot of DMX just playing throughout the house and like super loud. My parents were like, okay, calm down there. But um, <laughs> yeah, th those are beautiful songs. Um, Something that I've been listening to a lot recently is uh, this artist named Reggie, all lowercase, but he has a song called Ain't Gonna Stop Me. Um, and I think it's, it's sort of like also in the same lane of me reflecting like, I'm gonna graduate, I'm gonna, you know, go out into the world, like nothing's gonna stop me, I'm gonna just do it for me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just trying to keep that kind of theme song going and uh, jubilee. <laughs> Yes, okay, I'll wrap up for us. But my song of the week is called You and I by Jacob Ogawa. Um, it's like a really groovy song. I think it's super fitting for all the sun we're getting and just makes me want to like white people dance to it. <laughs> but <laughs> arms out. But yeah, I think that's, I've just been having a lot of joy from being outside this week. Um, mm -hmm. So it fits the mood, but yeah. yeah everyone thank you so much for tuning in thank you jordan for just sharing your words of wisdom and encouragement i think clarence and i are walking away feeling really inspired and yeah we we love coincidences we love synch synchronicities is that what it's called synchronicity Synch synchronicities gotta add that say t word <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah 
beautiful here also. <laughs> yeah, but again, thank you so much, Jordan. And we will have all of his information below. Um, make sure to check out his work and everything. Thank you so much.